So question for you guys out there, do you have a band of brothers? Do you even remember what that is? I do because of the times where I've had a really tight band of brothers around me is a time in my life where I was really feeling like I was prospering. I didn't feel isolated. I felt like I had dudes to my left, right, and six covering me as the storms of life came. It's incredibly important, but in my adult life, especially married with kids and work, it is increasingly harder. I think you're missing out. And I think in our discussion today, not only are we going to identify a problem, we're going to identify a solution. You're going to grow. You're going to grow with us. I've got Heath and Ben in studio, so we have a good conversation. We also got a bunch of other stuff to talk about amidst our Q and ambush section, which has been really fun, right, Heath? Oh, yeah, yeah. We got some great ones today, too. Not just gun stuff, but BJJ, all kind of stuff. We have our dad joke section, we have our training tip, and we have a bunch of other newsworthy topics like Budweiser has now completely disconnected from their audience, not realizing, I guess, who actually drinks beer and has gone full woken stuff. I'm like, what the? All of it we're going to get to today, and it all starts now. All right, so right out the gate, guys, I want to hear from you. Uh, do you have a band of brothers as you would like to have? As I would like to have? No. I do have a band of brothers, but we're kind of dispersed. Ben, what about you? Dude, you know who your band of brothers is by who shows up when it's time to move. And I recently moved to Georgia, and my dudes showed up. So yes, yes. But now I'm in Georgia, and the calculation is a little bit more tricky. So I feel bad because I'm... Love you, Ben. You're, you're part of my crew, but I did not help you move because I feel yeah. like who shows up to help you move is Band of Brothers when like you're in college. It's an under 30s <laughs> Band of Brothers. Look, look, John, you you help Band of Brothers as an older guy. Like, so you were psychologically there for me. I was totally psychologically there for you. I think you offered like your truck. That's cool. So he, yeah. you said you got a Band of Brothers, but they're at distance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I moved around a little bit. Just came here from Colorado from a. Re, uh, originally from Louisiana, and that's where my band of brothers are. So I've got three really close friends, lifelong friends, family, really is where it started. But my challenge is, as an adult, moving to a new place, how do you make friends, exactly? Yeah, as you an know? adult, dude. Yeah, because like as a kid, it was easy. Like, hey, we had, we're wearing the same color shirt. We're best friends, right? It's awesome. You want to do karate in the garage? <laughs> Absolutely. I guess yeah. we could just pass each other notes. Want to be my bestie? Yeah. Yes. We could have sleepovers. No. Yeah, that's kind of weird, guys. No. <laughs> Passing the notes. No, no, no. It, 2023 <laughs> is a crazy year. Let's it not is. do, do sleepovers. <laughs> Everything's perverted. Everything's yeah. suspect. And there's the internet, which makes everything it does. clean seem dirty. So how do you make friends as an adult so for me i've moved a whole bunch in my life uh and and i've, I've retained friends but still it's really out of sight out of mind you can call them and check in and stuff and maybe that's once every few weeks or maybe it's every month and they're there for you if you need them but still you're not able to like hang out with them something is lost when i move away mm -hmm. you know it's like it, it's not good enough to have friends that i i can I can have a completely separate life than the one they see digitally and over the phone. They can't actually see my real life unless I, I give them that information well. So right. mm -hmm. does your band of brothers need to be local? 
Yep. So that's exactly it, Ben. I, I've moved a whole bunch over my life and I've had buddies that I've gathered along the way. But once you move, I can have a real separate digital life and and what I report to them on the phone isn't necessarily lining up with, with what's real and raw. And it's an entirely different somebody who can sit down with me regularly, look me in the eyes and we can actually download, right? right. There's the, hey, how you doing today? Yeah. And without even thinking about it, you're like, oh, I'm great. You know, and you haven't talked to your buddy in a month. You don't want to be like, everything's terrible and it's a disaster. <laughs> right. My life is falling apart. <laughs> Carry my emotional burdens. Uh, so it's, Stop calling me. I mean, yeah. that's, that's what's going to happen. We got to lie to each other for a moment. Like, great. Everything's great. My kids left and my wife is cheating on me and I lost my job, but everything's great. You know, like, what do you Yeah. You got to ease into it a little. So I think having local band of brothers is a is a good thing. Here, let me. Uh, I had some thoughts on this. The modern American male lives an isolated life, and, and we can get, especially in America, into this cycle. You get up before the sun rises. You go to work, you grind, and then you sit in traffic on the way home. You get home, you're absolutely beat exhausted, but you got some honey-do lists and you got to do some chores and you got to tend to kids and whatever is there waiting for you. Then you can finally go do some digital stuff, fall into your phone, watch some of your streaming services uh, until 11 o'clock at night, and then you go to bed. Maybe y'all eat dinner together as a family. You have one little activity, or maybe the kids are highly involved in sports or some type of extracurricular activity. I don't know what season you're in, but all of your time can be kind of planned out for you, and you just don't have a lot of time for hobbies or buddies. It's like, well, mm -hmm. where do I fit friends in? And if you're happily married like I am, uh, a lot of the, the emotional needs for society, for relationship is satisfied there in my wife. And so it's like, do I really need to go find a bunch of other dudes like I've had along the way? Mm -hmm. So anyway, I, I found that those are some things that I really run into. Additionally, I think uh, people move every few years. Uh, everyone in this room has moved right. uh, in the last few years. My wife and I have yeah. been married. We're in our 17th year right now, and I think we moved 12 times in our marriage. <laughs> I think we've moved 19 times. What? Yes. Holy smokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. And, I mean, from that point, you're like, like, how do you make friends? Where do you go? What do you do? I, I've even noticed that, like, I don't know my neighbors a lot of times because yeah. to what you were saying, I open the garage, pull out, leave. Then I come back home and pull straight into my garage, and I never interact with anybody around in the neighborhood. This was something real upsetting. We lived in warm climate culture. You know, there's cold climate cultures, warm climate cultures. Mm -hmm. uh, and in those warm climate cultures like Central America, South America, it's kind of like a drop-by culture. Cold climate cultures like the U.S. or the U.K., it's if you want to hang out, let's schedule. How's your Thursday uh, first Thursday of June look, and then we'll all look at calendars and we'll drop by. In warm climate cultures, they'll just drop by. I'm like, hey, we're having mm -hmm. a party now. Uh, and they also, I noticed, they don't work as hard, you mm -hmm. know, of like you can drive by a house and like people just sitting around, just doing nothing. And here we're so efficiently minded. Every moment of our time is structured. My wife and I lived overseas in Central America for years. And when we came back, we really wanted to recreate community. And we had like this drop-in culture. We had lots of friends abroad. When we moved back, we expected to make more friends and relationships, and it just didn't really happen. And we lived, like you were saying, in a neighborhood, and no one really went outside. And so uh, we really couldn't afford uh, the rent there. And so we moved into a tinier apartment 
in this huge complex and we were thinking, all right, this will allow us to make a bunch of friends and our kids have all these amenities and we'll meet people on the playgrounds and the swimming pool. And what we found shocked us, no one went outside. With all those amenities and hundreds of families living on top of each other, no one went outside. And so it just, we knew there were kids there. There was evidence of kids in the parking lot and outside the apartments, but still no one went outside. Quick question for you talking about your um, overseas. Was it much different or similar to when you were exiting, when you were ETSing out of the military? So military, I mean, you're really doing the band of brother thing and you're just co-aligned shoulder to shoulder doing some scary stuff sometimes and really boring stuff other times. But then you get out and you're just on your own and you got to find, you know, a new crew and whatever crew you find in civilian world, it's going to look nothing like the military crew. And so mm. that is really hard adjustment for soldiers, for service members who get out. What do you do? I remember trying to become a civilian. And I was not good at it. And some of my buddies have had a far harder time who stayed in for much longer than I did. Some buddies are like 25 years in. I'm like, holy cow. And oh. they got so into that, they were not nearly as flexible in adjusting to a civilian world. And so for me, it was challenging. It was tough because uh, I immediately noticed some of the weaknesses of this new group of friends. I'm like, these are undisciplined kids. Uh, and... Uh, Nobody's ever on time. Yeah. Holy cow. <laughs> and people have got problems. Suck it up, buttercup. You know, like, holy cow. Uh, but I found some strengths in there, too. And I, it wasn't them that needed to change. It was actually me. I needed to adjust to a new band of brothers and figure out that, mm -hmm. what that was. And that was college for me. And it ended up being a really cool, very different band of brothers. But it was an incredibly cool one. So, Did you try to build community with other uh, former military? Not as much. I was in a college town. And so really my band of brothers started uh, with the church. Uh, and so it was, it was a bunch of like-minded Christians there. And we got really, really close, really tight and had a blast, uh, you know, through through college. So no, it was different. It was just real hard of the military dudes I would talk to on the phone and hang out. But I was just doing such different stuff and they were doing such different stuff. It was hard to connect and you, you can only ask about the wife and kids so much. Dudes need to talk about kind of what our mission is and what we're doing. And so you, you do your best to catch up on the phone and whatnot, but it's just not the same. I've read studies saying um, that women, they connect face to face um, in conversation, but men connect best uh, side to side doing something together. And um, that's, I think, it's, that's why I think partly it's hard to connect just on the phone because we're meant to be doing things together. Shoulder to shoulder, we need an excuse to hang out mm -hmm. so that later our feelings might fall out. We've thoroughly, I think, addressed the problem. Many of you guys tuning in, you feel the exact same stuff and you're like, oh, that sucks. I really should do something about it. And so I want to really press into that. Where do you find a band of brothers and how do you actually build that action, right? Yep. Before we get into the practical nature of it, let's go ahead and knock out the shameless plug. Shameless, oh, shameless plug. plug. Oh, it's time. We, what do we got in the so, hopper today? This week's shameless plug is even less shameless because we're not selling anything this week. This week's shameless plug is the WPS Tag Team Sweepstakes. Go to warriorpoetsupplycode.com, tag-team-sweepstakes. You can see it down here below. We It's completely free to enter. Huge prize package is up for grab. Multiple chances to win. The grand prize, John, you're going to love this, is a trip with John and WPS to Italy, Austria, Switzerland, 
And there's tons of other tactical goods and gear to win. We've got optics from Holosun, targets, body armor, panels, backpacks. Go to the website, register, free to enter, great prizes to win. I'm going to go right now. Yeah, Wait, I mean, up. I don't think you can win. So, well, not with that attitude, I can't. Oh, well, okay. All right. It's a crummy attitude. Hey, what do you believe, mean I can't win? Believe in yourself. You do it. I believe in myself. <laughs> I do that with my kids all the time. Because, you know, every kid's movie mm-hmm. is like, oh, you need to believe in yourself. John's like, hold up, hold up. It's a running joke <laughs> in my my house of just, like, kids, you want to be a dinosaur? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, well, you have to just believe just in believe. yourself. <laughs> and you can be a dinosaur. Like, Daddy. <laughs> I'm just pointing out of like believing in yourself doesn't allow everything to happen. There's there's more to life than just believing in yourself. So, but hey, give it a try though. I mean, because yeah. if you win, we'll save a ton of money. Actually, it's <laughs> <laughs> fantastic. Yeah. I can't wait to travel the world with me. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> just you and a selfie stick. I like that. <laughs> And, and that, the big winner is John. <laughs> and that all that, is, that stuff we're going to give away, I'd like to just keep it. Yeah, yeah, just hold on to it. <laughs> That's great. All right, let's jump in. <laughs> all right, so how do you build your band of brothers? I have two basic points I want you guys to weigh in on what you think about this. But the very first point is you need to find an excuse to hang out with quality dudes doing quality stuff. What that means is streaming World of Warcraft until 3 a.m. with someone who may be like a 14-year-old kid with the name Dragonslayer69. That does not count. That's furthering isolation. It is the opposite of Band of Brothers. You'd be like, but I'm doing it together. I'm like, nope, that's not what I'm talking about at all. So uh, find an excuse to do quality stuff with uh, quality people, right? Knowing you could get a band of brothers, but maybe they're like, hey, we're, we're, we're buddies and we're doing meth together. I'm like, well, no, <laughs> <laughs> wrong. <laughs> that's not your brother. <laughs> you know, when you say doing quality stuff, like what, what is kind of your gold standard for the regularity of that in order to cement like relationship? What are your thoughts? My gold standard is to do more than I'm doing because I have not arrived on this subject. I'm actually deeply guilty here, and I actually yeah. need to do this action. So mm-hmm. I have been very successful in the past of building Band of Brothers. It's been a really, really good thing. I've enjoyed the fruits of it. I've got a part of it right now. I don't have mm-hmm. what I want, mm-hmm. uh, and so I actually need to grow. Mm-hmm. And so my gold standard is more than is currently happening. And I don't want to do a ton either because I've already got other obligations, you know, of like too much time hanging out with the dudes kicking it is robbing time from the wife, from the kids, from work, yeah. and also from rest of like, yeah. I am an introvert, severely introverted, so I like hanging out with you guys. But after we hang out, I want to go crawl in a hole and have no one ask me any questions for three days. That's tough when you're a dad and a husband, (laughs) but uh, all my creativity and uh, it it flows out of being alone. You know, so if I get alone and bored, I get creative. Uh, All my problem solving and ideas are generated alone. I don't want to talk about it together. I want to be alone with my thoughts. Mm So I know it's essential to have a band of brothers, but I would have to jettison something significant from my life in order to accomplish that. So once a week, I don't know, maybe some of you guys are watching or like this, but I feel like I can swallow like once or one and a half per month, you know, like yeah. connect. I don't know. What if some of your band of brothers were people you worked with? Because mm-hmm. like we're kind of doing it right now, you know? Yeah. Well, I think one of the things that we have to do is we've got to make it a priority, but it needs to be a part of our daily life. You know, when I moved to Colorado 12 years ago, the way that we made friends is we got involved with the church 
There were a bunch of guys there who had Jeeps like me, and we literally got out and played with our toys together. You know, that's what we did. But we saw each other twice a week, every week, and yeah. then ended up spending more time together as family. So it okay. wasn't something where I necessarily had to say, okay, I've got to not hang out with my family and go hang out with these guys. It's like it just naturally happened, and it just became a part of our uh, regular life. And you weren't stealing time away from the family because the families were there. Exactly. But that's good for you. That sounds awful to me, of like twice a week we're getting all the family together. Like, <laughs> that sounds like a punishment to me of like... Well, we were I, at church when this was happening, so... All right, well, yeah, that, yeah, that's, yeah. that's was, better. Yeah. yeah, we did a big Easter egg hunt at, after church and did burgers and hot dogs sure. yesterday. Yeah. And yeah. so that was cool. You get to hang out with some folks, but... Uh, yeah, I think, I mean, to your earlier question of can your work bros be your bros? I mean, we're lucky, we're hashtag blessed here because we're a mission-centric uh, company. And so there's a lot of like pulling in the same direction. But man, if you're just a dude working at Xerox, you, I don't know if like you're passionate about making copies with your work bros, you know, and that like ticks off that box, right? I think, you know, just to be fair, because I really love hanging out with you guys. I love who I work with and that's yeah. really awesome. But it's not kind of a, it, it's not perfectly what I'm talking about. You can be my band of brothers, but you can't, only be my band of brother. I mean, yeah. needs to be something out, uh, outside of that as well, mm -hmm. because we do have the awkward work relationship in each other of like, what yeah. happens when you want to complain about your boss? Like, he's being a real prick. <laughs> John, uh, I want to complain. Hey, bro, I need... don't open up to me about that. I need to talk about my you boss. Swallow it down, deep down inside. I am your boss. And never speak about it again. <laughs> so I'm just going to talk about Heath instead. <laughs> Absolutely. Heath is the worst. Yeah, just, <laughs> just to be clear. Hey, Ben did say hashtag blessed, so <laughs> hashtag I'm, blessed. I'm not the worst. So I, I think we do have a, a real cool band of brothers thing going on, whether it's, you know, running and gunning with yeah. uh, Paul on the range or just, you know, shooting the crap or, or hanging out with you guys in, in between running mm -hmm. cameras and whatever else and us brainstorming how, how in the world to do the streaming service thing. And yeah, yeah, we got a lot of cool stuff that we do with it. It's nice that we do have you know, something like that, but I think there's supposed yeah. to be something more, right? So where else could we go? I've got a few places. I, I wrote down like uh, getting some martial art, martial art, shoulder to shoulder. We're learning how to fight people real well together, BJJ or, you know, uh, Muay Thai or kickboxing or whatever of like, man, you can really get a cool band of brothers immediately. Like it'd be hard not to cultivate a band of brothers while regularly uh, engaging in martial arts training. I think that's a really good one. You guys got anything? Uh, yeah, church is, is definitely an area where you can go. And again, it gets the whole family involved and you can build that mm -hmm. band that's just naturally a part yep. of your weekly life. And I'd say with church, I have grown closer to the band of brothers for via church than martial arts or military. Any other band of brothers, church has been where I've gotten my most forever friends. And I think that church, aside from all the others, is it's an eternal brotherhood. And so I think it's like a trump card. It's the ideal uh, if you can find, you know, dudes. It's also difficult, just to be completely uh, clear, um, inside the church— masculinity isn't always celebrated and so finding like a a fierce warrior and poet can be a little bit difficult in the modern church today now yep. you can also find some you know some real 
dudes, dudes that love Jesus as well. And then I'm like, whoa, hold on. And then that that's like a really quality friend that I'll latch on to immediately. But I'd say when it comes to church, like I have not found my band of brothers by simply attending a church. I've only found it by serving in the church. Wow. Right. And I think that you actually have to invest and commit to serving in order for that to happen usually. Mm-hmm. Um, the other place for me has been in the competitive shooting arena. I'm doing that's three good. gun in USPSA. It's actually kind of once a month and um, it's around a shared interest. And I've met a lot of cool dudes and ladies um, that are, are, are shooting uh, on a monthly basis, improving their skills. And that's been a great community, too. Yeah, man, you've been rocking it. You've been rocking in the shooting. Nope, that's good. Um, I think the gym is another really good one. Uh, and uh, the you got to kind of awkwardly, you know, do that. Hey. You work out here? <laughs> oh, John, so, you are so awkward. John, such on, a, that's funny. You're such an introvert. That's funny. No, uh, what I was really thinking about was like a CrossFit culture, so, something that demands that you meet other folks. Mm-hmm. So you can't just go in to a normal gym at your own time. You're isolated out. You got headphones in. I'm like, how do you meet people in just a gym setting? But in something like a CrossFit scenario, if CrossFit does anything well, uh, it, it, at best – it really cultivates a really cool community yep. because mm-hmm. they're all friends. They're all hanging out. They're all around a, a common interest. And I guess when after they're competitive and then they get hurt, they'll visit each other in the hospital <laughs> and, and at rehab. Yep. Uh, hey, guys, jump down below and just trash me. Let's trash CrossFitters. I want everyone in just a, a, a nasty street fight down below in the comments of the yays for CrossFit. Defend yourself against my unfair slight. And those who hate CrossFit, just throw all the shade. Let, let's just make it be a mudslinging contest. <laughs> so this was a two-parter. In the first part, we're talking about, hey, where do you find a band of brothers, quality dudes doing quality stuff? And the second thing is, well, what do you do once you have a group of guys? Guys, we hang out shoulder to shoulder. We got to have an excuse to hang out. But once we're hanging out, we want to lean into something uh, a little bit more valuable than just we have hobbies together. Because those guys are going to have your back when you're going through the thick of it, when your life is falling apart, or maybe you're turning into a prick, or you're arrogant, or you're making bad decisions, or being a crappy father, or a crappy husband, or who knows what else. But somebody who has your six and actually cares about you will call you on your junk, and they'll call you to be a better person. So Mm -hmm. what you're looking for is accountability. So accountability means they can encourage you in the good stuff, and they can kind of slap you upside your head in the bad stuff as well. But you want to uh, invite them to have access into your life. You know, you, that means opening up, which isn't a real comfortable thing for guys to do. We like the armor around and just look and feel tough at all times. But really, you got to pull that armor off sometimes and be like, hey, this is me and this kind of sucks, but holy cow, this is where I'm coming from. And what, what you'll be surprised to see is they're going to immediately reciprocate and they open up to you as well. And you actually start to get to know each other on a level far deeper than a hobby. And it's something guys need so badly, but we're so far removed from, we don't even feel and sense the horrific absence of it in our lives. I think, dude, shoulder to shoulder, we are far stronger together than we are apart. And right now, the American adult man living in isolation is suffering all kinds of weaknesses and ills that a band of brothers would help prevent, right? Yeah, Ben, yeah, ben yep. Shapiro calls it radical atomized individualism. And we we cherish individualism, but the problem is, is that it's become radically atomized and so that you are the only thing that exists in your universe. And look, a guy wrapped up in himself makes a small package. Yeah. So, you know, 
you know, I had a, I had a friend once say to me, um, you know, it's not his wife that keeps him married to her. It's actually his guy friends. Mm. Because when he is, is not thinking correctly, when he is angry at his wife, it is his guy friends, his good guy friends that come along and say, say bro, you're not, look, it is not her fault. It is yours. And so, John, to your point, I think I think there's a lot of power in having guys that are willing to risk friendship in order to speak a deep truth to you. And I think that's the power of that band of brothers. That is powerful. Somebody who would risk their relationship with you to tell you something you don't want to hear. That's mm -hmm. almost unheard of in 2023 right. because, oh, you have a feeling, you have a thought, you have some weird identity you want everyone to affirm of like, oh, here you go. Yeah, whatever you think, whatever you want. And I think that's that's so superficial. It belies that they don't actually really care about you. Yeah. They're yeah. not willing to risk your feelings or anything of like, oh, you want to believe this makeshift alternate reality? Great. Go ahead. Whatever you think, that's great. Sure. And you don't buy it, but you say it anyway. You know, John, it's interesting because I bet you that if you have a friend like that, that friend is probably actually pretty challenging to you. So if you're listening to this, if you've got a challenging friend that challenges you in important ways, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater on that. They're probably a difficult personality. Yeah, you might be ditching the only person that actually cares about you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey, you know, we did the Easter egg hunt thing yesterday and my kids right now are flooded with awesome candy. Uh, it also, it was a fantastic chance for me as a dad to teach the kids about taxes which is really just a way to abscond <laughs> with free what, candy. I'm what like, did you do, this John? This is for your benefit. You know? <laughs> uh, pounding back candy. But like a crappy father would say, hey, have at it, kids. All the candy you want. Stay up all night. Right, right, right. Uh, wa right. Watch whatever movie right. you want. Well, whatever. I'm like, I'm not protecting my kids. I don't love my kids. I'm not saying no to my children. If you're not saying no to your children, you are a crappy, abusive, terrible father. Of like, no, they, they don't need me to be their buddy and just say yes so that they feel good all the time. No, I, I, I got to say, hey, this is the tough lessons of life is restraint and moderation and balance and health. And we're willing to pass on temporary happiness in this moment so that we have something better, which is lasting joy later. And I need to guide my, my, my kids to that. But also, I want my friends to help guide me as a man toward that. And I want to do it for them as well. Mm -hmm. It's not just enabling uh, libertine behavior. Yeah, friends don't let friends slide into the abyss and not say anything. They don't let you drive drunk either. You're going to have to punch your buddy in the nose for stealing your car keys when you had too much to drink. Mm -hmm. You're like, nope, you are not driving. I don't think you can drive right now. Like, give me my key. And they'll beat you down, but you still don't give them keys. I'm like, that mm -hmm. is probably the best friend you've got. Uh, and uh, I, I don't know that folks in this day and age will even appreciate the loving care of that because people don't even understand what friendship and love is in the days of intolerant tolerance. Yeah. Well, you know. and that accountability leads to real relationships and it combats loneliness Yeah. because when we get isolated, we get to a point where we think I'm the only one struggling with this or I'm the only one dealing with this. And when you can get with a band of brothers who can affirm you in, in real, that's good with real affirmation, yep. who can speak truth and life into you, who can hold you accountable as, as Ben was saying, who can make you a better person. I mean, that is what true community 
and a true band of brothers is about. Absolutely awesome. We've crushed this subject. Launch down in the comments and, and tell us something that you missed or something that stuck out to you is like, holy cow, that was it for me. I want to know from you. So jump down below in the comments. Uh, let's move on with the rest of the show. We've got our Q and ambush section coming up, our training tip section, dad jokes, and some other ancillary topics that are hot, white hot in the news. And so we're going to talk about all that. That's going to be on our full episodes. you got to go watch WPSN.com to check out the full episodes along with all of our training classes and really cool binge-worthy full-length shows that you're going to love. Check it out. Watch WPSN.com. And just to bait the hook even more, because we actually really do need your support over on WatchWPSN.com, here's the questions we'll be answering in today's Q&A ambush section. You know, what are some resources that you would recommend for learning empty-handed skills at home? Fighting is a social affair. You have to have another person to do it. That's just the way it is. What is your favorite pizza topping and does pineapple belong on pizza? Unless you come out as anti-pineapple on other people's pizza, then you do not deserve life, liberty, or the pursuit of happiness. Screw you, Heath, for bringing it up. Down with pineapple on pizza forever.